Welcome to another episode of Sex and Boba. I'm your host Oliver Wong, and I'm your host Teresa Lowe. Okay, Teresa, I want to ask you. So I saw that you recently post you had a therapy session with GPT, <laughs> Chat GPTs. I did. I used Chat or Ch- I used Chat GPT, and I asked them a question, and then they started giving me like pretty good advice. So I just asked every question that I have a problem with, and they gave me really reasonable advice. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you think he's more valuable than a real therapist? Well, I guess I had such a bad experience because I used BetterHelp for like uh-huh. several months, and I probably went through I think four or five <laughs> therapists, and uh, one of them tried to like one of them diagnosed me with autism. What? <laughs> And told me that I need to get off BetterHelp and pay her directly. What? Yeah, that is a scam. it was a scam, yeah. and so that was like a human being like tricked me. And I, when I was with her, I really did think I had autism because who knows, you yeah. know. Then I had another therapist, a real life therapist, not real life, but BetterHelp therapist, and um, she would always complain to me about her health problems, and I was like, why so am you I? You become her therapist. Yeah. And then another guy was like super military esque and kind of like yelling at me, and I was like, this is strange. So when I was using chat. GBT and just asking questions they just gave me such reasonable advice and like it wasn't scamming me and I just really liked it yeah okay I'm more curious about your experience with better help actually because <laughs> uh, I you saw a lot of ad about better help everywhere and then I just I'm always a little uh skeptical about that yeah so one thing that I liked about it it was easy like if you didn't like your therapist you could easily get a new one yeah. but the problem is I just went through so many because it'd be like one bad one, one you know like I had another one who was like so forgettable is that it almost felt like she was a student I don't know if she actually was but she just seems so like not aware of what she's yeah. doing so it's like you can always find a new person but you don't really know how good they are and then you pay for them and I think the problem is is that you as a user pay I think $75 a session but they only get 30 so they're like a really oh, cheap therapist so you're kind of getting what you pay for but you're actually not paying that cheap i understand i agree because um a friend of mine we we're just discussing this like uh, in the past we we're like okay we don't know if we actually want to pay for a therapist for cheap because therapy is such a uh important uh part of your life is mm-hmm. just like you need to pay to eat good food <laughs> yeah like i know some therapists like real life therapists and they charge i think 150 to 200 oh, hour in yeah, cash 200, um, yeah. yeah so it's like if that's the price can you imagine the 30 dollar therapist i was getting basically so that you get what you pay for exactly yeah, yeah. and 30 dollars per hour that is lower than a lot of a uh, job like yes. even a handyman a cleaner those jobs will get paid more than 30 dollars per hour and i think that's why that lady was trying to scam me because for her head she was like if i get her off this website i can get her 75 directly instead of just 30 an hour yeah. and probably eventually charge me more than 75 that's not even hour. allowed i don't think no all yeah. of it was like not allowed yeah. so i was just kind of like i don't know yeah at one time i was paying for like 200 dollars per session to see a therapist for a couple months and then he was really helpful and then but he also got me thinking oh 200 dollars per hour mm, that's pretty much like a price for a male escort <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it when people pay for sex they're also paying just to have someone like hug them and yeah. touch them so i was like it's kind of the same except for the penetration yeah exactly so escort and therapist they are pretty much the same <laughs> <laughs> aren't they all c- all caregivers in they some are, way or providers or something it's like and you don't have to go to school to become an escort <laughs> or maybe you do <laughs> or we get just a don't license. know yeah <laughs> but coming back to ai because i also have a lot of experience with chat gpt as well like uh, sometimes i'll be 
so depressed. I will also be like, oh, hey, chat GPD, what should I do? And sometimes I will go really dark. I like talk about like death and suicide. And then chat GPD will be like, no, we are not, you know, gonna address that here they can't oh that's right because they can't yeah. do certain topics yeah i try to have them write dirty things to me and i was like we can't do adult content yeah here. i was yeah. like boo but also i guess we'll always have a job because yeah. ai won't do it for now <laughs> and then i remember one time i was uh i also i want to see if chat gpd can write jokes <gasps> so i gave him uh some prompts and then i also gave him one of my joke and then tell him to like polish it and then because i'm asian so in one of my jokes i use the word chink and then chat gpt is like no we cannot use that word here and then i even told him that well told him like he's a him <laughs> <laughs> i even told it that hey i'm an asian uh it's okay i can use the word chink and then chat gpt was like i understand it might not be traumatic for you, but it might be traumatic for some people. So we are not going to use chink here. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny. Were its other punchlines okay? Not really. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so yeah. they're not funny. They At not least funny. they're not funny. And they are not timely. So they, I tell chat GBT to write me a bunch of random jokes. Oh. And then a lot of the jokes are about the pandemic. Because oh. <laughs> because you know they 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 probably took the data from like past three years and then they don't have the most update data. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, okay, these pandemic jokes are old. <laughs> I went um actually this week I went to a meetup group and it was about Chat GPT and how it can make your life easier. Yeah. And the guy gave really good advice. He's like, it can write emails for you. It can come up with ideas. It was basically saying Chat GPT can write the first draft for you, and then you as a human are supposed yeah. to edit it. But it was kind of true because like I've been using it now. Like if I want to write an email that's like really serious, yeah. I'll use that and yeah. then kind of fix it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I think ChatGPT or AI would be a huge help for creative. Although a lot of creative, they are afraid they'll be replaced by AI, which I think is also a legitimate concern. I think uh, at least at least what this guy's saying, but maybe he's too optimistic. But yeah. he was saying that like if you know how to use AI, it works in your advantage. Yeah. And if you're scared of it, then of course, it'll take over i agree yesterday i was just thinking like uh because right now there is this audio ai technology where it can generate generic basic human conversation mm. and just got me thinking a few things i was like oh shit the conversation and ai generates is just like a lot of generic conversation i have <laughs> with a lot of people so i was like okay in the future if a person is just going to have a generic conversation with me i can just have it with an ai like why would i want to do that with a real human being because those generic conversation does not contribute any substantial uh change in my life those are just small talks those are boring talks what is the purpose of it is it just that you can listen to it or is it so that you're supposed to make a video what are you supposed to do with this generic oh i i think you're not supposed to do anything with it it's just oh. a sample it's just oh. it's just to let people know hey ai can do this now yeah because i mean in the future is it supposed to be like a robot can talk to you like what do they want it to do yeah exactly yeah. Hmm. but it's like a lot because people will be like, okay, if your 
your art can be generated by AI, that means, well, you probably will be replaced by AI someday, which I all agree with all that. But on the other hand, I was like, okay, but if your art is truly unique and original, then it will be really difficult to be replaced by AI. So it kind of encouraged artists to be original. And also people kind of forget too, is like, we need to get off the internet and interact in real life. It's yeah. like, they can't really, at least so far, replace human to human connection. Yeah. But I guess even human and human collection I'm like sometimes I don't find anyone I actually want to talk to I sometimes would rather talk to a robot exactly <laughs> I think like comedy like life entertainment is yeah. really hard to be replaced by AI yes because it's so interesting because like I've now you know become more obsessed with going out in real life yeah. and so yesterday I went to this magic show and I'm like you can't replicate this a robot's mm-hmm. not going to do it it's like I have to go in real life I have to see this you interact in person and I was like you can't experience the same thing on the internet as in a real life show Yeah. and until a robot can do the same thing it's like well the AI is only replacing you sitting at your computer yes get off the computer yes yeah. And then uh, recently I hired a handyman to put some shelf in my house. Mm. And then I realized, oh, a lot of labor intensive job, they will probably become more valuable because those jobs are not re- it's really hard to be replaced by AI. That's so true because it's so funny. This morning, I actually dropped something in my sink and I couldn't get it out. And I was like, I have to hire a plumber just to fish this thing out. I have to pay him like $100. And I was like, ah! Yeah. Versus anything on the computer. Sure, the computer is so replaceable. Exactly. You know, but in real life, I was like, I'm going to pay this guy $100. Like, if you want to see a doctor, I think in the future, you don't really need to physically go to a clinic anymore. You can just do everything online. And then if you just have a minor symptoms, I think an AI probably can help you already. Unless you need to do a surgery, then of course you need to go to a hospital, you know? Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like when you actually are sick, the robot can't do it then. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But it's just like when you're like, oh, I got a rash or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that actually... Uh, saves the burden for the doctors and like right now the doctors have to do so much paperwork and stuff yeah. where you're like how come there's not an AI to make their paperwork easier yeah. it's kind of weird yeah. it's like how come the AI is like for fun stuff like yeah. uh, it's just it just seems weird about what they're using it for like I actually saw um, there's an AI that you can just say I want a robot who's um in space and they can make artwork based on that and the artwork's really cool and you're a little bit like why are you doing cool stuff like art mm. but even for me I'm like that's kind of cool I, I do right, want that right. yeah. the AI art is uh, amazing it's amazing <laughs> and I do want to use it and it's the same thing even with the AI writing where I was like oh they can write a really boring cover letter for you because <laughs> they showed us at that meetup group that um, you can put your resume in it and then I'll write a cover letter of your resume I was oh, like yeah. how easy oh yeah. wow okay I was like oh <laughs> I remember when I was in college, I actually spent hours just to craft the cover letters. Hours writing such boring stuff. Exactly. And even like, let's say writing a research paper or something, it's like, if it's just Google at this point, why not just cut and paste this crap? Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it is getting weird because for me, it's like, I love writing, but like now, like my neighbors, for instance, we always have problems with our HOA. So they're constantly trying to like look up stuff and want me to help them write angry letters. And I'm like, you guys should just use chat GPT. <laughs> yeah, like stop yeah. asking me, cause especially because I do it for free for them because they're neighbors. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you're really exhausting me with all your emails and reading all your junk. You know, I'm just, <laughs> like i don't care anymore are you gonna 
worried that your writing job will be replaced by AI? I was just worried that in general, people don't care about writing anymore. Yeah. So I think that's why I started to move into more like I was trying to do directing, yeah. more teaching. Because one thing I learned about teaching is like, and even an online teacher, it's like they want you to care about them and mentor where they care more about how you make them feel less about the stuff because anyone could actually just watch a YouTube video, but they want you to hold their hand. And so for me, I was like, I need to move into things that my skill at being a good uh, nurturer right. is what will make me money. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. But I've moved away from writing a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit like, I feel like it's kind of dying. It's kind of dying. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, do you think it's what kind do you think? of? I mean, if your writing is like a generic business copywriting, I think those jobs will be replaced really soon. And then, if it's a little creative, then I guess it's hard to be replaced. But I even tried to ask ChatGPT to write scripts. Did it? Yeah, and then the scripts they wrote is very generic. Like, there's no details, and the dialogue is horrible. Mm. But it gives you First a draft. template. Yeah. And you can work around with it. And then, oh my god, one of my friends, he has a like feature-length script. And then he asked ChatGPT to adapt that that script into a book so he just copy paste the entire script to chat gpt and then ask a chat gpt hey turn this into a book and then it did and then he <laughs> said it's not bad <laughs> he said it's not bad okay you know what's funny is like i have a bunch of books that are really old that i'm like maybe i'll ask them to adapt into script yeah you know? do that we should <laughs> Maybe we should do that later. I know and see. And okay, I, I suggest we do it. Oh, no, your book is not online, right? No, uh, everything's online. I can get it later. I'll, I'll put it in chat. GPT will try it. Do you want to do it now so we can have something to talk about in the podcast? Oh, well, no, I don't want okay. it. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, cool. Maybe later. Maybe later. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Because I feel like we could talk about like more uses for it. Because I think we'll figure out more uses. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Definitely. It goes without saying, uh, sex and dating, we will definitely use more AI going forward. Yeah, because I almost want a chat GPT to just answer back all these dudes who I match <laughs> with. <laughs> but then again, at the same time, like I've now got to the point where if they don't ask me on a date and maybe four messages, I just un match with them because I don't want to waste time yeah. chatting because it's almost like what you're talking about like this generic chat it's not fun it's not it's fun, not fun. Yeah. I'm like just see you in person it's like I don't want to chat anymore exactly it just reminds me the audio clip generated by AI so there are a bunch of examples and one of the examples is like this guy he went to Greece and then the girl was asking me how was the how was Greece? And he was like, "Oh, Greece is really good. The food is really delicious. The sky is really blue." So there was the conversation generated by AI. But if you think about it, there was the conversation a lot of people will have in real life. In real life, people are just so boring. I feel so bored talking to people now, and I'm like, "What's wrong with me?" And like sometimes I wonder, is like, am I depressed or I've just heard it all? Like, both. <laughs> both, yeah. Because I was like, no joy. I mean, I get. I feel like I feel joy with like maybe five people already know well mm. but when strangers talk to me i was like i feel like i could just read this on google i'm like <laughs> yeah not learning anything new yeah unless they tell me something scandalous but then that's not they're not gonna say that on chat gpt yeah. they're only gonna say that in real life and most people won't tell you something fun and scandalous no 
It yeah. is so boring the conversation. In, yeah. Yeah, and I get so bored listening <laughs> now. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I just, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to connect. And sometimes I also have a hard time talking to people who don't have a sense of humor. So every time I make a joke, they would not know that it's a joke. And yeah, it just kind of makes me annoyed. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, they don't know how to joke. Yeah, so it's like, it's so boring. And also what's funny is like, when I text people I don't know well, I don't make jokes. I'm really a boring texter because yeah. I find texting to be so tedious. Yes. And so I really am just kind of short with people because I'm like, please, let's look at it in real life. I really crave a real life talk. Yeah. But chatting i'm like i'm gonna be so bored i'm so boring so right now you are going out more but uh mm -hmm. you will consider yourself more of an introvert or an extrovert i am such an introvert i'm not a shy person but i just like being by myself uh -huh. and so even um yesterday i went to that magic show i went by myself because oh, I, wow. I didn't want to ask other people to go and like, I was just had such a good time. So I'm starting to go out more, but also by myself. So yeah. I'm surrounded by people, yeah. but I don't bring anyone with me. Was there a magic show in Hollywood, like the magic castle? No, I went to one in Santa Monica. Oh, I found wow. So far. So far. So now what I'm doing is I go on Eventbrite or Groupon or all those websites and I just pay for tickets because if it's free sometimes i'll flake so i force myself to pay yeah and then if i pay i force myself to go yeah and even going by myself it's now like become super fun and then if i know it's fun maybe i'll invite people the next time so it's not going to be lame yeah. you know but i'm really just like I think I was telling you about this. Uh, there's like a podcast I saw about the successful businessman. I watched that. Oh, you did watch it. Yeah. That was such a life changing um, <gasps> episode. Oh, yes, because um, his name is, I think, Galloway. Scott Galloway. Scott Galloway. And he said he was like, if you should only be at home sleeping, everything else you can work too but yeah. other than that it's like you need to be out with friends you need to be finding a mate or with a mate but he's like you constantly need to be out of your house and I was like fine and so it's been hard for me because like I've been trying to like um, go places and coordinate with people it is so hard to coordinate with people mm -hmm. that for the most part it's like I'll just go by myself and eventually maybe people will ask to come with me and that's fine but trying to coordinate new things with people is like so hard and I think part of the reason why it's so hard is because most people they don't want to go out they don't want to go out yeah. or they're busy and so it's like cause it's almost like for instance like um, you and I met through comedy yeah. so if I invite you to comedy thing for the most part I know you'll go because we've already yeah. went through comedy but for me to be like hey do you want to go some random magic place that no one's ever been to it's hard to get people to show up unless we are trying to mate then maybe we will go right <laughs> maybe yes yeah. and then even the mating it's like well okay some guy on tinder was like let's go to a comedy show it's like no 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 i'm not gonna go to a comedy show with you i already have comedy people i need a new thing for you yeah. and so i was like i don't want to meet him <laughs> but like what did you like about the galloway talk Oh my God, there are so many things. Like, definitely, I agree with that. Okay, we need to go out more because that's mm -hmm. where things are happening. Yes. And I totally agree. Because if you are just staying at home and you don't even work, you are just going to be depressed at home. Yes. And I think also, even going back to the chat GBT thing, is like, if you have like a robot friend and you're just at home, you're never going to see what real life is. You have to go out because that chat chat gpt is not going to replace going out even if you have no friend like when i went to that magic show by myself i still got to interact with the magicians yeah. and like um the people around me were all drinking and so we would kind of just be like ha and like we would make eye contact and still fun even though i don't know them so i didn't feel alone and then i went home and had a good time yeah you know? like i was like you have to get out of the house and scott galloway in that 
um, podcast. Oh, by the way, the app, the the podcast is the Diary of CEO, hosted oh. by Stephen Bartlett, which is yes, a U- UK podcaster. And then I think he was an entrepreneur, and then he just interviewed a bunch of like a uh, big leaders in all kinds of industries. So he interviewed this uh, Scott Galloway. Mm-hmm. So he's a professor at NYU. I think he teaches marketing and business. I just want to give our listeners a little context. Oh, so, yes. Mm-hmm. So Scott Galloway, I think uh, in the podcast, he also says something about like working out. And then uh, he said like working out is not just about your body health. It's also about uh, just get your... Because he's like, okay, before modern society... We human beings, we have to wake up and hunt. We have to climb mountains. We have mm. to kill animals or we have to farm in order to grab food. And those activities are physical. And those activities mm. will make a human being feel alive because human beings are supposed to be wandering around, trying to hunt, trying to gather food and fruit and trying to mate. Human beings are not supposed to be confined in a cave or in a house so but right now because we have so much access to food easily so we don't have to go out to hunt but we can go out to work out and workout is a replacement of hunting this makes sense and also i just felt like when i left just to go to that magic thing just always going back to this one event i went to but it was like i'm around people it's like i could be hunted you know as yeah, a woman because yeah. i'm not a hunter yeah. but no one's gonna find me if i'm just at home uh-huh. you know and the same thing with a man you're not gonna find a woman if like you're just whatever so yeah. it's like we have to get out and be seen exactly. and whatnot yeah so i've been trying to work out even more right now i think i work out like w- w- once a day <laughs> that's a lot though there's a lot yeah yeah how could you even work out more than that you mean twice a day that seems like a lot like i know some people they will work out in the morning like they will do like cardio in the morning and then they will do weight training in the evening oh but you know what another thing you could do is let's say you're at the gym one day or the, in the morning but let's say the night you go running or something like yeah. not in the gym so yeah. it's at least a different place yeah yeah. because yeah. i wonder that too i was like what if we keep going to the same place maybe there's a good thing about going to the same place but also i think a bad thing where yeah. it's like okay you've already met all the people exactly and so you create a community but you're not meeting new people i'm forcing myself to try to meet new people mm. because like i also think at a certain point when it comes to let's say comedy i've maxed out on all the people like the people who are already around i've at least seen them yeah and then new people i'm a little bit like well new people have more to gain from me yeah. than me to from them yeah so i'm a little bit like i just need to change my where i'm going so yeah. i'm trying to do non-comedy things yeah. now but it's hard because it's like oh, i feel like i'm getting disconnected from comedy mm-hmm. but i'm also like i feel like i've already hit a max yeah 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 and yeah. i don't know if that's even true or what but that's how i feel I mean, uh, sometimes I feel the same way too. It's right now like doing porn takes so much of my time. So I don't do as much as comedy as before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even just doing like three shows a month, that still helps me to feel connected to my comedy community. And that's still a lot. Like yeah. some people don't even get booked on one. <laughs> so it's like, you're fine. Yeah. And that's how I viewed it too, where I was like, I watch a lot of YouTubes about decluttering and they also talk about not even just decluttering your house, but declutter your life. Like yeah. you shouldn't be doing too much. Like yeah. doing 12 shows a month is actually not good because yeah. then your audience gets spread out and yeah. then sometimes you get on bad shows. Yeah. Like if you pick three quality, that's better than 12. 12 non-quality exactly, yeah and uh, i 
shouldn't say this either, but somebody recently booked me on something and I didn't even know them. But then when they sent me an email, they're just like, you guys need to promote. I work so hard to make this show. And I was like, damn, like I'm not even, I don't even know you and I'm not even getting paid. And yet you're making me do so much work. Yeah. So I was like, I think I'm just going to exit this. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. at a certain point, I'm like, I don't want to do too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes people also don't realize like they're asking you to do too much. Yeah, they true. Unless nothing. they are paying you. Yeah. Paying you or friendship. I, yeah. I view it this way. It's like, um, if you're not giving me joy or yeah. actual resources, yeah. there's no value here. Then they are just exploiting no. you. Yes. Yeah. And that's when I kind of realized like, oh, I got to cut these people out. There's nothing in it for me. Yeah. And that's been kind of a freeing experience because now I don't waste so much time because now I also realize too the value of our time. We don't have that much time. Yeah. And so I'm a little bit like, okay, I'm not going to waste time with these new people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I want to meet new people, just not the exploiters. You can just go to meetup group. Uh, what, what other meetup group have you go? So I've joined a bunch of them and I haven't been to many yet, yeah. but I am trying to do like, there's like a board game one. Oh. There's like a running one. Oh, okay. there's, oh I'm actually doing a singles mixer. Oh, okay. And like, so I've always wanted to go to Catalina Island and oh. I've never had anyone to go with. I have not yet. Oh, we should go I'll together. I'll send you the link. Okay, when, you can when? join it. It's, it's a few weeks from now, but I'll send you the link. Oh, okay. So this lady, um, I don't even know if it's a lady, actually. Maybe it's a company, but she plans the itinerary. So if you were to buy a ticket yourself, it's like $75. Yeah. But through her, it's like $120 because she planned everything. Yeah. And then you go all together as a group, and then there's drinks and stuff on the ferry. And then like, yeah, she the fact that she already planned everything, you don't have to think too hard. Yeah. And then also because she's planned everything, other you're probably in a group of like 50 people and you can split up or you can connect but no matter what you're kind of you meet 50 people mm. and so you're kind of paying the extra money to also meet these people okay and so i'll send they you are all stuff. singles uh yeah all singles I'll Any gaming? Okay. I actually don't even think it's about yeah, hooking it's up. Not, it might yeah. be just because we're by ourselves and we need we're friends. We're just bored. We're not yeah. new people. And even if they are streaming, I can turn they into bisexual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it goes, I have some proven success. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's kind of like, even sometimes being single, it's not about being romantic. It's more like you just have no one to go with you. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so I, I joined that and I paid for that. So I'm doing more events like that. I'm also going to do um, speed dating mm -hmm. and I'm going to several events for speed dating. So basically just anything to force me to meet new people that aren't comedians who want something. Okay. Basically. Oh, wow. Your life is packed up. <laughs> now it's I made such an effort. Like I spent days like finding these events and I planned in my calendar and I was like, you can't flake because I pay for them now. Yeah. So I was like, I can't flake. Oh my God. Now I realize I shoot too much porn. I don't even have time for these kind of activities anymore. <laughs> well, now I'll just invite you to the activities yeah. and you can just find them because it's about meeting the friends. Like romance, it, if it happens, it happens. But yeah. like, I'm just more like, I need to meet people because I've all, like I've lived in LA 15 years. I've wanted to go to Catalina Island this whole time never had anyone to go with like I almost went with like romantic partners and then for whatever reason they never planned it we never went yeah and so now I'm like I'm just gonna go because I want to go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. leave so, for yourself yeah I actually went to a party like during Memorial Weekend and I met this old lady and she said she travels by herself mm. internationally and that was something that I was always afraid to do yeah and she was like it's not scary just go and I was like this old lady is not scared what's my problem yeah and so I realized, I was like, I need to make an effort. But she also did advise. She's like, if you're not 
really comfortable by yourself by yourself just find a tour yeah. and that's when i found this meetup for singles right so yeah i'm really proud of you for what you have done for yourself i'm really trying hard <laughs> i mean actually a lot of it though was a talk that you and i had through text because you're telling me about exposure therapy yeah. and like how i'm so afraid of like going places by myself because i do have this irrational fear yeah. of being kidnapped yeah and so i was like what's wrong with me and so when you said you have to expose I'm yourself watching too much japanese porn <laughs> Maybe <laughs> and also real life like they do treat you a little bit like yeah. that they treat me and so i was like but you know what i can't live in fear i gotta keep going i gotta keep so then after we had that talk i was like i'm not going to sit here by myself anymore i'm gonna force myself to go out and do things i want to do but i was scared to do right right okay yeah. that's great yeah the exposure therapy is also something that i've done for myself and i found really helpful like i was nervous speaking english because my english was not good so i just forced myself to speak more like and then uh, I think part of the reason why I want to do comedy is because I want to force myself to speak oh and then uh, I was embarrassed of my accent so I found a accent coach in Los Angeles and she coaches for like celebrities so wow. her price is a little higher but she gave me a little discount but anyway she is fantastic I've never met anybody who can teach American accent in a structured way like her that's <laughs> amazing and you know it's interesting because some people don't like this speaker but i actually really like his youtube videos like jordan peterson yeah but he gave this talk where he said he was like what do you um dislike about yourself that you can change and that you should change yeah and after he said that i was like that makes a lot of sense actually and so after that it's like you know if you didn't like the way you speak yeah. and you went and fixed it. I yeah. don't like that I sit at home by myself. I went and fixed it. Yeah. It's like, well, you have to figure out like, what is holding me back? Right now, I think the thing I want to fix myself is my tendencies, my tendency to procrastinate focused work. Really? I, I don't have tendency to procrastinate replying to emails, doing house chores, because those things, you know, they don't take my focus. But like writing, like figuring out the shots, analyze the scene I'm going to shoot, that is focus work. And I usually just kind of procrastinate it. But even you thinking you procrastinate, you still actually get the job done. Yeah, but I usually wait until like the last minute, which oh. is not good. But yesterday I was listening to another podcast. I forgot what it is. But it said the reason why we procrastinate or we want to delay the work is not because, uh, oh, what was the word? Because there is some trigger about the world that makes you feel discomfort and you want to escape the discomfort. You maybe for example you you want to procrastinate writing is because you are bored when you don't know what to write and you or you feel like whatever you are gonna write is gonna suck so you find something else to do you reply to email because it will because replying to one email will make you feel like you achieved something but replying to emails will not actually advance your career why it's gonna advance your career is all those hard difficult focus work. I actually wonder too as well because I never really had a problem when it came to work. I had a yeah. more of a problem with my personal life. Yeah. But when it came to work, I was like, why do I not write for my own enjoyment anymore? Oh, you don't. And I think what happened is now that it's become a job, 
I, it's hard to do anything on spec now. Yeah. I just don't care anymore. I'm a little bit like, that's why I kind of wonder is like, there's a certain point where I wonder if it's time to like move on yeah. from being a professional. I mean, I'll stay a professional writer, but as a creative writer, yeah. that might be over. Right. You, you don't have a problem with procrastinating writing. Not when it comes to like professional stuff. Like if uh, someone gives me an assignment or something, I always meet the deadline and yeah. that kind of stuff. But like, um, I have all these ideas like, oh, I want to write a play and right. blah, blah. And then yeah. I don't do it. Yeah. But I'm like, do I not do it because I just don't care? Because yeah. I really wonder, like, do I care? Like, yeah. at a certain point, I'm like, maybe because like that now the arts are financial in a way because we work in the arts right yeah. so it's like well i don't know if i think it's going to make money so now i think it's a bad investment in yeah. my time but then i also wonder like what are other ways to like invest in my time like comedy is a way to you know but comedy i view even though i'm writing the comedy and so i guess maybe that's a different type of writing so i don't i still actually do it yeah. but like comedy i'm like this actually forces me to be around people right versus like writing a play i'm just by myself and i think i'm over that lifestyle right. okay I, to me i'm like i need to do more things to get out of my house yeah yeah would yeah. you ever want to write in a cafe surrounded by people i think i get too distracted and yeah so I don't me do no too work. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I also just kind of think too, it's like, I was kind of evaluating financially, like where all my money comes from. Yeah. And it's like, sure, I make money as a professional writer. And yeah. so I stick with that to like for that. Yeah. But my creative writing stuff is not making me money. Creative writing is so hard to make any money. Yeah. 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 And so I was always kind of like, well, some people get money for that. Like let's say Aaron Sorkin or something yeah. like that. He makes the money off that, but I'm not like my, I'm not, exponentially ever gonna make money from that but so Aaron Sorkin is it. a one in a billion yeah. yeah but then also at the same time it's like if I am getting paid to write it doesn't make me want to write extra now uh, I'm like I'll just stick with what I get paid for uh, and then just maybe move on to something else yeah. I have a, a question about your writing process I know it's gonna be some a little boring to some listeners but I still wanna ask I'm so curious so like when you write you can just focus on writing for like I don't know half an hour without checking your phone yeah, pretty much. Oh, like really? I'll turn off everything. Like I used to actually be able to play music and stuff, but now I can't. So instead I turn it all off and I'm just like, I'm going to finish this. And so I sit there until I finish it. But also it doesn't even take me that long anymore. Yeah. Like I could probably write like, if I really focus like 500,000 words an hour. Yeah. And so I have a friend who can write even faster than that, yeah. where it's like, it's not that hard to finish a task in an hour yeah. if you just focus. Yeah. So I think that's why I can do it if I'm getting paid yeah. because I'm like, it's a job. I got to get this mm. done. But when it's like a creative thing, I'm like, I'm not going to make any money from this. Then it's like harder for me to sit there. So let's say, uh, so you have been writing porn for me. So like writing porn, would you consider is a creative job or more like a professional writing? I think it's, it's still creative, yeah. but it's professional because I'm getting paid. Right. Like I feel like if someone was like, well, no, I take it back. If someone were to be like, hey, Teresa, um, write a short film for me and I'll actually make it guaranteed, even if they didn't pay me, but they're going to make it, I'd probably be motivated to do it. Yeah. But just writing just for the fun of it, it's harder. Yeah. But when someone's actually paying you or they give you a deadline, yeah. it's easier for me to finish. Ah, I see. Yeah. I notice when I'm writing scripts, sometimes I will get stuck for like maybe one sentence. I don't know how to continue this. I will just literally have to like get away of my computer and just lie down. And 
I would just have to take a break. I don't know. Do you do you do that as well? What I do is if I get stuck on something, I put kind of like I flag it in some way. Like let's say I bold it or I highlight it, and I'm just like something goes here. Oh right, right, right. Sometimes yeah. yeah. I don't take a break, but I move on, ah. and then I'll fix it later. Because I actually believe in what they call vomit drafts. Yes. Write yes. the first one as fast as possible, and then fix it later. Sometimes I feel like writing a script is also is almost like. Figuring out a puzzle. Yes. Because you know all the little pieces, but you have to put them together. Yeah, and even going back to Chat GPT, is that it? If it does write the first draft for you and you fix it, it does make things so much easier when someone gives you a first draft. Yeah, exactly. It's the starting from blank is the hardest. Is hardest.、Uh, yeah. Blank is so difficult. I think you also feel the same way.、Uh, Even if you have no idea, but if you force yourself sitting down at a desk, you can write something. You will always write something out. Yeah, if it's like if I am motivated, <laughs> yeah, <for the> money <laughs> or something. This that goes back to like that free thing. It's like. At this point, I'm like, well, if I write a book, for instance, like I've already calculated, I can make money off books, but it's so little that. The motivation, the reward is not there.、Ah. Or like, if I were to like know that if I write a play and I'll produce it,、um, sure,、uh, I guess that's a motivator. But if I'm just going to write a screenplay that maybe people will see, but no one's ever going to make, it's really hard for me to care to yeah, do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And when I meet all these like hungry writers and they're willing to do it, I'm like, good for you. I don't have the energy anymore. No. No, but that's why, in a way, like when I liked directing or something like that, it's like if someone gives you a directing job, you're like, oh, it does force you to start doing stuff because、yeah, it's in person. Exactly. But I guess even you were talking about sometimes you get procrastinated. Yeah. So I feel the same way actually. If nobody is going to pay me to direct and nobody is going to pay me to write, I think I would just not feel motivated to do it. Yeah. So, do you do anything on spec anymore, or is everything professional?、Now? I have tried, but the motivation. Soon will go away. Yeah, like I'm only motivated, I think, to do comedy because I can immediately go on stage. Where it's like, you get immediately results. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the then do- e- the dopamine hit. <laughs> yeah. Even I think also people who do social media. If if you make a post and no one ever likes it, your probably motivation will go down so yeah, much more. But、yeah. if you do get a ton of views, you keep you'll、it. keep doing it. And I don't really have like a ton of people like liking、yeah. my stuff. But there's enough where it's not 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 zero, but、yeah. it's not enough to really care. You have to keep doing it. Like、uh, I think it took me like almost a year for my Instagram reel to kind of、uh, blow. I mean, it's right now it's still really you know、uh, minimum, but it's kind of like getting. Attractions, but it still took me like a long time. Yeah. And then, how many were you making, and how did you stay motivated to do it? Because I feel like、uh, I just need a dopamine hit. And you were getting it. I were getting it. Okay. So that helps a lot. I think just writing in general、um, wasn't giving me any type of dopamine. Where it's like I would write something, and then let's say my manager would show it, and then nothing would happen. I was like, no reward. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no reward at all. But I have tried to write a book,、uh, an autobiography, and、uh, sometimes I will write it. Sometimes I will take a break. But I do find enjoyment writing it because I think writing an autobiography is more is like journaling, is、yes. self reflection.、Mm-hmm. 
That is a motivation. I do love journaling. I actually journal every day, but I never show anyone it. But it helps pen? me. My pen, yeah. Whoa. I have a little book, and I write. But I write my thoughts, and I think that's how I've kind of figured out I need how I need to spend my time. Like for instance, it's like um, when it comes to me as a writer. I feel like in a way I can maintain what I'm doing, but I don't imagine I'm going to blow up with it. Mm -hmm. And, but then it's crazy. is like when I opened the OnlyFans, I was like, what if I could blow up with OnlyFans? Yeah. So then my motivation became higher to pursue that because I was like, I watch a lot of those YouTube. And so, um, you know how we're talking about the diary of a CEO. There's another guy on there. I can't remember his name, but he was, um, he became a millionaire based on, he opened a bunch of gyms. Mm. And so, one of his talks was basically like, how do you spend your time and how can you scale basically? So he's almost like, um, like if you work an hour, it's hard to get someone to pay you a thousand an hour. Like some people do, but whatever. But he's like, but if you just scale where like, let's say you have an online store or something, you can get a ton of people and you don't have to yourself right. do a bunch of stuff. Right, right. And that's how I kind of viewed like OnlyFans. I was like, wow, I could just have the same picture and it could just make so much more mm -hmm, money mm -hmm. instead of me having to go to like five different people, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, it's interesting. I just had an idea for your OnlyFans. You can read your book wearing lingerie. <laughs> Or teach writing wearing lingerie. People will probably want to subscribe to it. I need more subscribers because um, a few subscribers um, tip a lot. Yeah. And then the other people are, um, at least they pay for the subscription, but they don't tip. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, there's a certain point where it's like, I need to get more people. Go on Reddit. Go on yeah. Reddit. I remember you told me that. So I'm going to look into that. Go on Reddit or... If you want to put into more effort, create a YouTube channel and then talk about your OnlyFans experience, then you will also attract people to your page. It's so crazy how much work it is, but it is worth it. It's it funny, it's worth it. It's a lot of work. But just like you said, if you make a YouTube video, that video will always be on YouTube. Yes. That, that video will always help your career. That, that video will always, you know, bring in people, stuff like that. Yeah, versus like, let's do a, like a real life talk and only five people come. Not exactly. worth it. But a yeah. video, it's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And even then I think myself is like, People in LA are so weird. It's like a weirdo guy being like, take off your shirt. People will be like, ew, no, but he has a camera. They're like, okay. <laughs> even, if he's, even if he's not a good photographer, some people will be like, sure. sure. Just because he has a camera. <laughs> it's such a strange thing about a camera, how much power a video could have. Yeah. But also some people are horrified to see themselves on camera. So it's a very fascinating thing, just the camera and recording and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's almost like, let's say you had like a comedian and you like them and you're like let's go get coffee they say no you're like put put you on a podcast they're like yeah, sure. They were sure it's so weird yeah. people are so weird let's make a comedy sketch oh sure and then they'll come over they'll drive far away but just go get coffee they're like no no thanks because i think it comes down uh people in los angeles they are always uh, obsessed with entertainment careers they think their career is more important than anything. <laughs> I think so. And at a certain point too, it's like, maybe I've been here so long. I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like, is anything worth it? You know, like, I feel like now just do things that you like. Yeah. Because some people hit me up and they're, and I don't know them. And they're like, do my podcast. And I'm like, I don't know you. I don't want to sit and talk to you for an hour. And then not only that, there's no value. They have no listeners. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to just sit with you. It's so weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
Yeah. So I've been turning down a lot of opportunities and sometimes I'm like, oh, is that a bad thing? But it goes back to decluttering. It's yeah. like, I can't have too much stuff. Yeah. You have limited time and resources. We need to be selective with who we fuck <laughs> or who we fuck with. Uh, yeah, it was just like, <laughs> we fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I mean, like, I guess not me. I'm not selective when it comes you- to who I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But you're selective who you'd have coffee with. <laughs> yeah, which is nobody. nobody. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, please follow us on all social media and our OnlyFans. Uh, so mine is at Oliver Wong Comedy on Instagram, TikTok, OnlyFans. My Instagram is Teresa Lowe Writer, and then my OnlyFans is T Club. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.